0: Hey, hello. This is Jamie Sands, and you're listening to the Writing Troubles Podcast. This is episode seven. I missed a week last week for the first time since I started, and I want you to know that it's because I was really, really, really focused, and I was writing, and I got lots and lots of writing done, and I actually finished a draft last week, which is super cool. And it's especially ironic because my topic for today is focus and how hard it is to get focus. Now, I have a system I have talked about before where I... Sandwich off, sandwich off, that's not the word. I section off the day, I, I section off my work into little hour long chunks. And generally, knowing that I've only got an hour to do whatever it is write a new draft, do some editing, uh, work on my Patreon, whatever it is usually that's enough to kind of focus me and I can go, Yeah, for this hour I'm only doing that thing. And it works really well, except lately it hasn't been. So, and I'm sure this is going to be a theme of this podcast is like, I'll be like, Hey, here's this cool thing. And then I come back and be like, Oh, it's not working anymore, but that's what we're here for, right? To learn and grow. So, um, lately I've had some trouble focusing and there's a couple of examples I can think of. It's terrible when I catch myself doing it, I'll be in the middle of writing something. I'm like, yeah, this is going really well. And then I'll go, Oh, I'm not too sure about this detail I need to research and i will go and click onto a new tab on my computer and search for that thing and that and then you like you don't want to use the very first result you get for any kind of research you want to look around because you want it to be accurate and then you end up on this kind of endless spiral of surfing the internet for fun and maybe uh, actually it happened a couple of weeks ago or even more recently than that it's it's happened a bit or I just sort of find myself on YouTube watching some kind of music video because i just go, Oh, what about what about that cool song I used to listen to? How did it go again? And then I just open it up and it's a terrible terrible thing because then I'm like, Well, how much of my hour have I wasted? When do I start my count again? Um, yeah, you get the idea. So lots of possible distractions. I also can um be really good, where I I open my um, tab in a whole new window. I write on Google Docs. More about that in a minute. Um, I'll open my tab in a whole new window. So there's no other tabs open. I've always got tabs open. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm I'm just writing on this one thing. And then my phone will buzz. And I'll pick up my phone. And uh, as with most of the modern world, I don't have just one app on my phone. I've got a whole lot. So... If something buzzes, I'll check it and see who it is. Someone might be messaging me and then I'll open up another app and then I find myself playing some stupid puzzle game. And it's this whole terrible spiral all over again, but on a different device. Sorry, that's my cat. Um, hey. okay. Excuse me. It's the joy of unedited, unedited podcasts for you. So, okay, so... <laughs> The other thing is um, just clicking on Facebook. Facebook is a real big addiction of mine. And I wish I could ditch it. I wish I could just go, okay, no more Facebook like some people I know have. But it's such a good marketing tool for writing. It's an amazing resource for finding readers and finding reviewers and finding people who are keen to buy your book. And as we all know, that's the goal is to find people who will buy your book so that then you can make money and people will read your story which is, you know, bonus okay, so all of these things we've got Facebook, we've got apps on the phone we've got internet, rabbit holes there's there's a million of them TV um, or just even your own brain going oh, what about um, this other thing that we could be doing and and following that instead now I don't have any solid answers for this one but I've got some some suggestions. So a couple of things that I've done in the past. When I was first writing Suburban Book of the Dead many, many years ago, I turned off the internet at home. We had a wireless router. I would get home, unplug it, and then open my laptop. And there was nothing I could do online because there was no le- no network. So I'd just write in Word and save it when I eventually turned the internet back on. Now that's great if you're alone in the house or if the person that you People that you are living with don't care if the internet's off, but it's not always practical. And it's especially not practical now that I have a phone which can uh, internet hotspot onto my laptop, so I could actually cheat myself out of that one, and I probably would, let's face it. So that's an option. Um, I also write on Google Documents, like I said, um, because it auto-saves for me and I don't have to worry about losing anything (coughs) most of the time. And uh, so it doesn't really work for that because I I want to be able to see that as I'm writing my words, they are being saved to the cloud and I don't have to fear losing them forever if something happens. So I don't turn off the internet now. Um, One cool other way you can get completely unplugged is by writing longhand, taking a notebook and a pen to a cafe or some other place. I used to love going to the library or the museum. And just sitting quietly and writing longhand. There's um, some really good benefits to writing longhand, which is um, what I liked is that there's no temptation to correct as you go. If you make a typo you can't delete it, you can scrub it out and continue writing, but you may as well just keep writing because chances are you know what you meant. And you're going to have to type this up anyway so you can fix it then. And that brings me to my other point which I really love about longhand writing, is that you get a free edit Um, because as you're typing up what you've already written you can rephrase it and you can fix things and you can elaborate on something that maybe was clear as you were writing but could be better so I like that you get a little free edit when you're typing stuff up but it's not as fast it's not as sustainable because you know carpal tunnel syndrome RSI all that stuff you know if you're not stretching regularly It can really hurt, and not everyone can do it, obviously. Um, So that's a drag, right? It's it's a physical limitation that people can have, and I have if I do it too often. But sometimes I, I really like writing longhand to get myself back into the flow of writing if I've had a break for a while. It's a really good way for me to unlock my subconscious a bit. Plus, free edit. Love that free edit. Uh, one other thing you can do, um, which I mentioned before, is just opening your work in progress in its own window. So the other tabs aren't visible to you. You you can't catch your eye on them. It's uh, it's a little trick that can can help. It can trick your mind a little bit. But it doesn't always work. Because you can always just open another tab, let's be honest. And usually I have to open a new tab because I want power thesaurus up. And um, so I don't have to worry about trying to think of a new new word. Um really what it comes down to this is <laughs> this is the hardest thing. It's it's finding a way to tell yourself to focus. And there's really no way that's going to work for everybody. I know that Stephen King used to really preach going into his study and closing the door on the world and he would tell his wife and his kids that no one was to disturb him while he was in there. It was a sacred space and only writing happened in that room. But more recently he's gone back on that and said that it was it was foolish because he had more inspiration when there were people around he didn't want to shut his children out he wanted a relationship with them so he's actually changed his stance on that and has described that now he opens the door to the office and that there are a whole lot of chairs in there and his kids can come in and play well his kids are probably grown by now but his kids would come in and play and um hang out or play music or whatever and he found it was even more inspiring to have people around him. Which you can kind of recreate in the cafe si- situation. If that's the thing that works for you. So when I talk about finding what will focus you. It's really down to you. You have to be the one doing that. You have to say to yourself no. And it's really hard. And I, as I say I don't have a solid... <laughs> I don't have a solution. But all I do... If I'm writing and I think to myself, hey, I need to check the historical accuracy of whether or not um, figureheads would have been mermaids, for example, I could go and Google that right now, or I could do um, some square brackets and type XX, check this later, and then leave it. And then when I come through to edit, I will see it and go, oh yeah, I need to do that. But it doesn't interrupt your writing flow. You can just type that and go, cool, I'll take care of it later. Keep going with the story. Keep going with the dialogue. And set aside time later for your research and for your fact checking. And that can work for if you don't know how to name a character either. Just put in XX or character name or PlayStation or something. Anything that um, you will know to control find later. Track, track it down and fix it up. And sometimes it's actually the people around you as well. Um, Obviously, you can't train your cat to leave you alone when you're writing. But you can shut the door on the cat. Feels really cruel, though. Um, Or if there's people around you who might want to grab your attention, like, for example, your spouse. Obviously, you want to give your spouse your attention. So that's a really good, easy way to break your focus. So what I've had to do lately is just say to my wife, hey, I'm about to do an hour. Can you just, you know, I'm going to have to focus. And she'll say, cool. And she will let me be until the end of that hour. It's not always possible. Of course it's not. If there's an emergency or something, you've got to take care of that. And I'm in a position at the moment where I'm working from home. And we don't have a spare room. We don't have a study. So I do have to basically be either be in bed writing, which I do like doing, but it's not great for the back. Or sit in the lounge and write. And my wife is often right next to me. You know, and I want her there. I don't want to I don't want to kick my wife out. That's it's opposite of what I want. <laughs> so it's sort of making sure that the people around you understand that you've got this system, you want to be able to focus for an hour and they can come and talk to you at the end of it or you can go and check in on them and everything will be okay. And in that hour, hopefully, you can create some flow. You can get some words down, get some books edited, whatever it is that you need to do. Yeah, so that's about it from me. I would love to hear your tips on how to focus. I know a lot of people use the Pomodoro technique where you just um, break down time even further into like 20-minute sprints or 10-minute sprints and just uh, focus really hard on that. I I have had success with that myself, but I really like the one-hour chunk because it's it's quite... um, I want to say it's long enough that I can get into a flow state and kind of forget the world as I write so that works for me Um, and the other one I I do enjoy is when you have two projects open at the same time so one of them might be your personal diary and the other one might be your work in progress or you might have two very different um, projects on the go if you have both of them open as soon as you get bored with one you switch to the other I used that for a little while to train myself back into a good habit of focusing. So maybe I should try that again. It did work for me for a while. That one's from Lauren Graham in, um, in her book, Talking As Fast As I Can. Uh, just worth a read if you like Gilmore Girls. Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, come find me online. I'm Jamie Sands, author on Facebook. Uh, you can email me, jamiejsands at gmail.com. And I'm at Nightwing on twitter and at jamie Sands author on instagram lots of places to find me come talk to me i'd love to hear from you till next time keep writing you're a rock star